It's Tom. It's Jake. You already know. It's pretty spot on. All right, ready? We are back for another quick take. Yes, sir. We are currently in Los Angeles. May look a little different for those watching. We're in like a corner of my office recording an episode. Yeah. Yeah, I was in town. We're working on a bunch of projects. Um, one really big undertaking, which is probably the biggest project and undertaking we've ever taken on, which we'll have to, we're going to be working on for the next five, six months to come. And then once we launch, you know, long after that as well. It's yeah. definitely like our big next big venture for sure that we yeah. are very excited about. And we think a lot of other people are going to be very excited about it. Yeah. As well, so. Can't really say too much about it now because we're yeah. kind of in the early stages, but while we're in town shooting, yeah. wanted to get together been a couple Kick weeks it. since we yeah. uh, haven't put out an episode, and I think let's use this little prop as an indicator of what we're doing. And for those listening, Jake is holding a how do you say it? Zion 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 Crane S2, I believe. And I'll be honest, I actually really like that thing. I think is super it dope. The ZVEO is that something else? Oh, that's the Canon. Oh, anyway, or sorry, the sorry. camera. That's the camera. <laughs> but yeah, long story short, the episode, uh, we wanted to do basically a quick take on our thoughts on gimbals. Right. And that might sort of, I know you've made it abundantly clear, like, you know, between the hat that says make handheld great again. And like, I mean, that's all kind of just joking. But at the right. same time, I do feel like there is cases in which a gimbal can really you know, elevate the story and is the perfect tool. Right. And I also do feel like there's instances where it's used maybe quite a bit and it's the wrong tool right. and maybe just sharing like our take on them. You right. Know what I mean? so. Yeah. I mean, shoot, I, I've, I've hated on gimbals and it's kind of like just a more running joke. Cause I think gimbals have their purpose in place. Um, it was more of like just a fun social media poke, poke the bear kind of people that yeah. just because there was like such a wave of like after the first gimbal came out, I mean, there was just, you know, from DJI, mm -hmm. it, it's just a wave of other gimbals and different types. And like, you just started seeing every single film there. You couldn't like find a filmmaker that didn't have like their camera set up on mm -hmm. a gimbal. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of just poked fun at it. But I myself was a purchaser of literally yeah. the very first Ronin, which we shot a bunch of videos with. Yeah. But we had a jank little setup yeah. because... I think what it was like literally the first Ronin where it almost was like the shape of a U. It's like yeah. a bar, yeah. two handle grips, and then the stabilizer. Yeah. And I think the payload of that one initially was like maybe 15 pounds. Yeah. And at the time I was shooting with like a red MX, which yeah. when the brain and lens was roughly about 10. And that way, the, the thing that I remember distinctly is I had to use this like cable to get the weight, the Dude, battery. The, the belt cable was yeah. the tweak. If you think about it, like a red uses a V-mount battery, which in, in and of itself is a couple pounds. So right. like when we had that first, pro, not prototype, but the first gen, we had to take the well, battery off. Well, we couldn't put the battery on the back of the camera because if you would tilt up, that battery would hit the back mm. part of the gimbal. And so you could, it yeah. wouldn't move. So you, we had to get the battery away yeah. and we didn't, there wasn't like mounts for for the gimbal like yeah. that for batteries yet or whatever. And so you literally, it was a DCI like uh, yeah. plug-in with a long well, cable. Red made this accessory for like 300 bucks. It was called the battery belt clip. And you literally yeah. clip it in much like you, you know, just on your belt, 
you click the V-mount into that, and then a r- long little tentacle cable like plugs back into the red. And yeah. it worked for if you really wanted like a light setup, or in that instance, the gimbal. We were, it kind of helped unlock us being able to use it. Right. Um, but yeah. yeah, I can't. Re- there's been so because we wouldn't have been able to use it otherwise. I don't think no? so. Yeah. Especially with like lenses and a map box, it just got yeah. too heavy. Where yeah. you know, I mean, people who use gimbals know like the it kind of screams at you if it's too much weight or you but know. All I mean, shoot, all of like my early music video or a lot of my early music videos were done on that. The futuristic No Way video that blew up yeah. was on the Ronin in the LA River. You know, it's funny. You know that was mean? our buddy Dewey who like had just yeah. purchased it. And I think that was also when I like thought you needed to use the RC remote. Cause I think there is a mode that I've now learned called like majestic mode, where if you like pan right, the thing kind of pans for you. Right. But I think we had like in full manual. So like as we're walking backwards, I'm like tweaking the joystick. Yeah. And there's times where like he randomly takes a knee and starts like doing a verse. And it's just like that's so that's why maybe is my first yeah. leaping off point for a gimbal. And maybe why I'm not the biggest fan in this case. Right. If you are super saucy with it, maybe what I just described isn't an issue but i do feel like it feels very mechanical like i'm literally using a joystick so it's kind of like an rc car in that way where it's like very robotic right and there's not a lot of fluidity between movements like yes it's smooth in terms of like if you're moving and tracking backwards it's gonna keep steady but even you could have a lot of mechanical issues where you catch jitters and it bounces and could ruin a shot but there's just from scene to scene there's not a lot of fluidity like you get with a steady cam yeah and but yeah i mean every every painter has their you know their you know different paint brushes for you know thick strokes here you know thin paintbrush to catch the edges and the trim and so it's like same thing with filmmaking different pieces of equipment call for different styles of shooting and and moments of oh this we need to get this shot that requires a gimbal or it'd be better used to be use a gimbal in the shot instead of a steady cam um, I mean, the alternative too, which I think is way worse, is literally shaky, unwatchable handheld. So in that right. sort of comparison, yeah, I think a gimbal is way more like visually interesting than like handheld that's maybe like should have been on a stabilizer. Right. I think maybe my biggest issue is kind of speaking on the computer component and I can maybe lens it from operating a Steadicam. Funny enough, the yoke of a Steadicam is called the gimbal. A gimbal is a technology that can be motorized like this thing or literally is like brushless bearings that allow it to kind of move and rotate. What I really like about the Steadicam, though it functions very similar, it's stabilizing a shot through an arm and different gyros and stuff like that, is it's very tactile. Like your hand, uh, and if you're watching, you can see it, but if you're listening, your hand is very like influencing the frame. You pan and tilt with one hand versus kind of using a joystick that can kind of be unresponsive or maybe you need to add dampening so it doesn't go super quick. Like I hate leaving creative decisions up to like how it's calibrated or if you swing a lens, I got to do all this stuff. It's like that element of it kind of turned me off of gimbals. I kind of have a funny story about that when we shot the Kyle Doubt It video. So music video for Kyle Doubt It. It was, was, it's a dope music video and we did it on no budget, bro. Like for us, it was literally the crew was me and you, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Actually, we had a guy named Dimitri who's now kind of like a legendary gaffer. I think he was holding like a bounce board. Really? Yeah. Or no, you know why he came out? Him and Ellie, I think, came out to do the, the car, car rig. rig. The car rig. And yeah. then I think he just stuck around. So yeah, we shot on, it was pretty much all gimbal and car rig. Um, the, you know, t- talent Kyle and his manager wanted it to be all fluid and smooth. And and at that time, you didn't operate Steadicam and we didn't have budget for a Steadicam operator. So in that sense, that's what gimbals are good for. They allow the lower budget indie filmmaker to achieve 
a more elevated look yeah. in terms of like emulating a steady cam. That was that, us too, because we had used yeah. Neil, and I know at that time we were using like Coop or I think Cooper, Quaid, Pascal. We had our own little Rolodex of steady cam. Yeah. But with steady cam comes the fall focus, the focus puller, Teradek, all that the, stuff. Yeah. And when you are trying to just bootstrap it, you know, that's where I think yeah. that Ronin really, yeah. But going back to the mechanical thing, there's a, and I left it in the music video. So if you really? go back and watch a music video, because we'd be flying in this car. I'm oh, is that ratchet, he's leaning out the back? I'm, no, I'm like ratchet strapped into this truck. Tom, you're in the back holding me. Someone's also holding me. And I'm like literally hanging out of this truck and Kyle's driving alongside of us and he's like leaned out. Yeah, at yeah, the car door. The challenger. But like we're moving pretty fast. So there'd be moments of like, you know, I'm pulling this thing, the wind's blowing and it would just, you know, all of a sudden, boom and like reset or whatever yeah. like just would you and there's a moment in the video if you watch it it literally I, and i cut it on the beat oh, that's cool it's like way too much headroom and it's like up here and then it just it drops into frame all of a oh, sudden that's cool. and i was like it was just kind of like a happy accident yeah. and i just left it because it looked like this cool intentional like drop yeah. on the beat and he performing so if you go back and watch yeah. the kyle doubt it music video you'll see this cool moment but it was completely unintentional and it could have ruined the shot but i made it work and i was sure. like oh i'll work but that imagine in. if you were like a dp and you had a client watching the monitor and you're you can't deliver the shot that they want it's right because that just keeps happening and I, that's where luckily in a music video it's a little more forgiving right. but yeah those sort of i can't tell you even like producers sometimes like it's it's such a common thing that Ronins take a while to balance or movies any right. sort of stabilizer that even on like music videos where I'm even being brought on I'll have a producer call me like hey we're wanting to do steady cam because we need you to be up in like 15 20 minutes we just don't have hours to balance yeah. gimbals and like if producers are saying that to me that's because they've been burned by the I mean, maybe they fix this. Right. This is like what, 2022? But there was definitely an error where every time there was a gimbal on set, it would constantly need to be rebalanced. It would like, the, you would need the right cable. We need batteries yeah. too. What if batteries aren't charged? Like there's, there's just so many mechanical, uncontrollable variants yeah. that could go into shooting with a gimbal that you wouldn't have with some a tactile steady cam operator sure. you know what i mean and so yeah. that's definitely again a big proponent of steady cam and i personally am always going to aim for a steady cam operator because i can you know give you notes we can talk bounce ideas and you might have like very intuitive um intuition on a shot where you find a moment that looks good that like you know um it's yeah i don't know but like it's just it's fluid and i like how it just doesn't feel so robotic. Like yeah. again, no matter how smooth you have it, gimbals are always going to have a slight nature of like a robotic element to yeah. it. Like here's the thing too that unless you have the whole like I've seen like Ronin setups or you know gimbal setups that like have the arm and the strings and like it's kind of comical how large they get and at that point if you're going to do all this extra stuff, maybe just like get a steady cam operator yeah. cuz like I remember I was on a job where it was like I think the Ronin 2, which is like the more kind of like ring setup right, one. Right. But like, here's the thing I think where Steadicam really does prevail. And look, if you're listening, this isn't me like comparing why it's better. I just, this is why I like this tool is a big part of why Steadicam has steady in its name is there is literally mine is like a $17,000 stabilizer. Like there's actual springs, like car springs that dampen your steps. And if you're holding a Ronin and you're stepping, your arms naturally are going to move up and down. And that little bounce yeah. in the frame 
without that an right. arm stabilizing it, your arms naturally are going to drift as you get tired in the middle right. of the take. So that little up and down, the and then you have the the Ronin or the stabilizer trying to auto you know, correct for that. It just starts to get kind of like jello-y. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's the correct term, but that's the that's the thing I hate the most about them. Yeah. And with lighter cameras or something like this, I think that's dampened because you can kind of like walk forward like kind of holding like a goblet right. or something. But when you hold the ring and your arms are kind of, yeah. you know, losing stamina without one of those setups and get kind of wavy. You I know? think where gimbals really have a lot of upside is like on certain rigs, like car chase rigs, mm. you know, Russian arms, uh, a small crane shot, like to be able to like remote head control or have, you know, gimbals on like a, a simple tracking shot, like a tracking shot's great for that, but especially putting it on, you know, those car rigs that like hang off the side or yeah, the back like of the, the car, black arm. Yeah. And, you know, on the indie feature, indie feature we shot, we threw the Ronin two on the end of the X jib mm. and we could completely control and like kind of jib as the, you know, crane was jibbing down yeah. we could tilt up with the remote i actually think that's why my favorite use is i have a buddy uh his company's called ghost remote and it's really cool he basically he's a full technician on the road and like he knows every nuance of it or someone like me I'm like oh dang like why is it shaking like i don't know yeah like and uh what he does is he has like these like ten thousand dollar like wheels that literally if you move the wheels it like can pan and tilt so you That's can put crazy. this thing on like a fisher jib a crane and then you give these wheels to the operator or the dp and now they have because remote heads are very expensive right, right. to like get one that like can stabilize and all that stuff so ronin's and i think this is my probably argument for why they're amazing gimbals and probably ronin's particularly i don't yeah. know if too many people that use movies these days like ronin right. is pretty robust like that ronin 2 on like a crane or using it as like a, a cheaper remote head unbeatable like right. it's pretty fucking cool right um, Dude, that's interesting to think about like yeah because ronin took dji like took over oh yeah and like movi was like the original in the no, space I mean, but like i don't, I don't see it, anyone with because i asked nowadays. him about that i was like oh does anyone really use movies and his answer is like nah they're kind of unreliable like it's hard to get parts for and maybe if you have one they're really great i've never really seen one on Dude, set ever. dji came in and messed the game yeah up. That was, wow. I mean, can you imagine just being a company, spend all these millions in R&D, come out with the first working prototype? Like, the remember that video where the dude's rollerblading? Yeah, yeah, and pass I, it through the taxi, right? That or shot, like, I think, sold so many filmmakers. And like, me even, I was like, holy crap, that's an insane shot. But yeah, th that was the movie, I think. It was like the movie yeah, 10 or no, whatever. No, it was. But yeah, dude, now it's like, wild. yeah, now if you go to like NAB or a trade show, there are so many different like state, like I don't yeah, even yeah. hear from that company. Anymore. Yeah, I yeah, that, I was just thinking about that. I like, think I it's Freefly. I, yeah, I actually, Freefly Systems or whatever. You know, it's funny. They make like a slow motion camera now, which is like so maybe they Maybe they hard pivoted because they couldn't yeah. keep up. I mean, how do you compete with like DJI that like literally is like- just Runs the world in <sighs> filmmaking. I mean, they literally, Gear. is it DJI that made that camera with the stabilizer in yeah, it too? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're I mean, just like making you just, everything. You just yeah. can't, you can't compete on that level. Like whatever they do, even GoPro, they came in and made their own action camera and it's like. Yeah. The peace, Osmo. <laughs> peace out GoPro. <laughs> I'm like, sure GoPro's like, damn, that yeah, sucks. Yeah. So it's just like. But. But yeah, speaking on, I mean, that's, I think that's a good amount of like, you know, pros and cons. Yeah. I, I personally like if, if I'm trying to think like if I would ever want a gimbal or a Ronin, it's going to be in the instance of like, yeah, putting it on the end of, you know, a car rig or like a crane, having like a remote control that I can like pan until, yeah. um, I think not even that, a tracking shot, bro. Like I'm hiring a steady cam yeah. operator well, to do some tracking something that stuff. I think so they work like, really well for, and I imagine a lot of people listening to this probably do this or maybe use it in this capacity. Like 
we today just did a location scout and our buddy had, I Yo, believe the Ronin yes. RS2 or 2SR. I'm yeah. so bad with names. And he had his like Black Magic 6K on it. Had, he had the whole rig, even a little follow focus motor. And he was documenting, like getting behind the scenes of us having a scout and having conversations and he'd get little push-ins. He even had it to where like he could like literally roll the yeah. axis. Yeah. And he was showing us some shots. I'm like, if you were just kind of floating around handheld, like it just wouldn't be that impressive. Like no. it looks really good. So yeah. I feel like in like a behind the scenes event, maybe a smaller music video where you're a one-man band, I don't think there's any better tool that right. can elevate your stuff. Right. I guess my kind of lens is like when you start to like level up into like larger productions where people expect you to be quick, expect you to deliver like, you know, just amazing horizons without any glitches. That's where maybe the tool starts to fall apart in my yeah. opinion. But for that like indie tier, I think there's nothing better than that. I you mean, know? that's that's the soundbite right there. Yeah, it's sure. just hit with a, the full soundbite right yeah. there. Cause like, yeah. I realize like a lot of like, people in the film space, like we have locations, we have the barracks, yeah. which is not too far from here. Yeah. And I'll go down there, drop off supplies. I can't tell you how many times Gimble. like, director dp combo running in and out on the ronin and yeah. like i see the final dude, video the, like, dude that looks awesome i would say yeah it's got to be like 90 percent of the video shot at barracks are shot with a ronin like or not no, a yeah. ronin but a gimbal 100%. at least like yeah. it's probably it's probably more i and will say my i actually i don't know you remember did i i bought uh, a ronin, ronin too, for yeah. like six that months and facebook show it. yeah because they were renting one every day and like literally paying this guy on ShareGrid like 500 bucks a day. I was like, dude, I'll just buy it. And like, they'll rent it for me. And it did pay itself off like two or three times over. Right. But anytime the director's like, oh yeah, I throw it on there. I, it, dude, it sucks so much. I didn't have one of those like crazy right. like slingshot rigs. So dude, and I'm not like, you know, yoked right. like, you know, you, I'm like, my arms <laughs> are literally like, like it was the worst feeling ever. <laughs> oh man, that's I'm sure great. you've even had experiences. Oh, brutal. Uh, I mean that that end of that Kyle Doubted day because oh. again, uh, no support system. Yeah, all day long, take after take, running that thing. Yeah, I literally there was a moment on that beach when we we're shooting shooting that sunset shot under the pier. Oh, I just felt my. I was like, dude, my back is in so well, much pain right now. I think now. there was even moments where like we would walk in tandem and I would hold a handle. Oh and yeah, you'd hold a handle. Yeah, just like yeah, yo, like you would off to the side <laughs> hold a handle. I and we'd walk in and out. Because yeah. my favorite, I think, use for that was like the briefcase mode briefcase where you can mode get really low. And I, I like low angles. And it was a little easier to hold. Like this is just an awkward like a, setup. A good way, uh, a music video we shot for SK4MC back in the day when we were first coming up mm. and I moved to LA, uh, Matrix Trillo G. We used that to do like 360 rotating cool. shots. And so we just run around in a 360 and it gave a really fluid, smooth cool. rotating shot. So that's like another very useful. There's also thing, a really so. hilarious behind the scenes shot where maybe if you're editing this video, you can drop it right now. Or I think I have like really long hair and I'm wearing like a gray flannel and you have like a baby face and we're literally standing on that rooftop. Oh, yeah. Like that's a from, reckless tea, I think. That's from that video. Yeah. yeah. Reckless, I think I've actually yeah. used that photo for one of these thumbnails yeah. at one point. No, I got to find that photo because it, it's literally um, we're holding the yeah. rig and we got the little belt loop and, and <laughs> yeah. shit on there. So, yeah. And if you want to look it up, it's Trill OG, but it's spelled Trill OG. Yeah. Like, that's what I think is kind of clever. Yeah. Because people might be like, Trilogy, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. T R I L L, Trill, and then OG, like, like an OG gangster. Yeah, no. So Matrix. Because I'm sure trilogy. people listening like are gonna look it up. I'm like, wait, why is it not coming up? So yeah, it's a dude. Sam. Sam's one of my favorite artists. He's yeah. so clever in his wordplay, bro. Like that's. I mean, even that title, Matrix yeah. Trilogy. Like Matrix yeah. Trill OG. It's clever. He's, he's one it, last but. Ronin story. Probably my favorite video we've ever done for Futuristic. Not even one of his biggest songs. Oh, hold on, let me guess. 
The beach one. It's called, I think, Kill Us Both. Yes. Yeah. I like that one because it's a oneer. I love oneers or single takes. And it's at sunset. I think the sun had literally just gone down behind the hill. And it's funny. There was like an era where that beach in Malibu we used for everything. everything. OCD Moose and Twist. We did like an air video there. Air. I yeah. think the futuristic one's my favorite because like the light looked insane. Dude, it looks like fake. Yeah. Like it looks The only crazy. thing that sucks is there is kind of like this pretty baller mansion like right on the ridgeline where you're like, dude, I wish it was because it right. could literally be anywhere. Right. But that, that makes it feel like Malibu. Right. But I remember we're like in briefcase mode. I think like the water's coming in under the Just, camera. I think I'm on like joystick mode. And like, there's a few moments where if you watch it, where I'm like, eh. kind of, but yeah, it's yeah. still pretty cool. And it yeah. ends in like this pretty dope shot where it's all like center framed. I remember when we spun that back on the red, I'm like, dude, this is sick. Yeah, futuristic. Uh, I think kill us both. Kill us both. I need to start on these videos. Should probably start throwing up clips and stuff for the YouTube people. Yeah, so and they can, honestly, like, for maybe for those listening, encourage you to watch it. Because yeah. there's definitely going to be some moments if you're listening, you're like, what are they talking about? Yeah, I got to. I got to throw that in there yeah. we, i gotta start cutting and cutting in some stuff like that yeah. just to give some context visually so but yeah that's kind of our take on gimbals you yeah. know when we use them when we have used them and yeah. you know why in certain projects we don't use them and it's yeah been a quick take that's a w <laughs> another sound bro you just you're a pro dang dude <laughs> look at me <laughs> sheesh